Is Disney Park planning stress making you feel a bit blue? Don't fret up. We got the Jetta. It's time to give y'all the good of goods. Don't worry. You're not prove alone in this. Yes. We know this is cheesy. And that's just how we fond do it. So take a bite because you're listening to Mousetrapped. Hey guys, I'm Ashley. I'm Maddie. And I'm Ellie. And you're listening to Mousetrap. We are so excited to be back with you guys today with another episode all about tips for going to Epcot. We've previously done tips for Magic Kingdom. And so this is our second episode about tips for a specific park. And today I actually am also going to bring you guys the cheddar. So it's time for Give Me the Cheddar. And the cheddar from me today, guys, is for when you're Disney bounding and going to Epcot, it's really cool to remember that you have really two very strong themes that you can select a really cool bound from. So Epcot is split into two. You've got Future World and you've got World Showcase. I do know they're doing a lot of construction at Epcot now, but I we do know that the theme of the World Showcase and Future World will still be there. Um, it's probably just all going to look different in about a year or so. So when you're Disney bounding, you can pull something from doing something related to all the beautiful countries of the world. Like once uh, Raph, Sam and I, and a few other friends, we wore the Italian flag all together with different colored shirts. And then in regards to future world, um, I actually don't think I've done anything futuristic yet, but I really do want to do figment so badly. So I really think it's cool when you're going to Epcot, you have two really strong worlds to pull a bound from. So I hope you guys have a lot of fun uh, on your future Disney trips and always remember to send us your bounds. We always want to see them and you could be featured on Mousetrap. <laughs> for me <laughs> so we're gonna start uh we're gonna kick off our tips for epcot today epcot oh, i feel like my my favorite park changes over the course of my life all the time but i just am so obsessed with epcot i definitely was saying epcot was my strong my favorite park probably like a year ago or two and now i feel like it's, i don't know it's so hard i hate that question but i really love epcot i feel like it has such a strong special place in my heart love Epcot so who wants to kick us off for today Ellie <laughs> I can start us off um I also love Epcot and you know my my favorite part like you also switches it tends to always be Magic Kingdom just because it feels like home but mm-hmm. Epcot is so unique to any other part any other theme park and like you mentioned having the two worlds gives you so many different options I feel mm-hmm. like I kind of get two parks in one day so um, I'm going to start with getting there because that's you know how things work. And we have some really great options now to get to Epcot. So we have, everybody knows the main entrance. You can get a bus from your hotel or you can drive to the park. But some people don't realize that there's a boat access um, port right in the back of World Showcase. 
And there's also the Skyliner. So there's several hotels that are connected to um, those entrances or that those like little ports so that you can go to that entrance. Um, it's also just a brief walk away from boardwalk area, beach club areas a little further, but you, it's still walking distance. So there's so many different ways to get to Epcot. Um, so when you're staying in a Disney resort, make sure you look at your hotel, look at all the different options. If you're on the Skyliner, if you're staying at Caribbean Beach, you're really sad. If you're staying at Pop Century, Art of Animation, you're going to get there so quickly via the Skyliner. Just remember that you're going to be entering from the back of the park instead of the front of the park. Um, and that can kind of mess with people's touring styles. Um, if you're staying at the Riviera, you're in a beautiful location. Any of the boardwalk resorts um, that have that boat access, again, you're going to be set. And that also helps for Hollywood Studios. But it's a way to not wait. The lines aren't as long for security. The lines aren't as long for tickets. And you're right in the heart of World Showcase. Um, and this brings me into just one more tip. If you're going for Food and Wine Festival or you're going to enjoy the festival specifically, I recommend trying to take one of these entrances because most of the festival things happen in the back of Epcot um, in World Showcase and not really in the front. So if that's where you're going to spend most of your time or you only want to go for a couple of hours, take advantage of this back entrance so that way you can jump right into the magic. Love it! <laughs> Getting there is definitely probably one of the top most important things because that's how yeah. we start. So, how about you, Maddie? What are well, you sharing today? Yeah, if we're going in order of so um, you're mm. getting there, I think preparing for the day is probably very important as well. Now, I know we talked about this for Magic Kingdom, but Epcot is actually twice the size of Magic Kingdom. So wearing comfortable shoes, very, very important. And oh, yeah. if you have um, a younger Disney traveler, I suggest if you're contemplating getting a stroller for one of these parks, I think this is the park to get a stroller for because there is going to be, I mean, there's a lot of walking for every single Disney park. However, for this one, there's a lot of traveling. I mean, you're traveling all over the world. So I do suggest a, a stroller if you do have a younger traveler with you, uh, comfortable shoes. Um, and I will talk about drinking around the world later in the episode, but for that, I would prepare water, a lot of water um, <laughs> and just uh, food. And I mean, for preparing to go to the park for the day, I really suggest comfortable clothes. If you're going to bound, make sure you're prepared for a long day. Um, you know, actually, you were talking about uh, how there are two worlds in Epcot. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going with a younger person and you wanted to maybe focus on one world for one day and, this, and you maybe split it between two days, you know, because uh, there is a lot to do in each, uh, you know, world of Epcot. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, like you could spend an entire day in Future World and an entire day in the World Showcase. So I think it's just however way you um, want to prepare for your Epcot visit. Uh, but yeah. Love it. So what crew out there, do you all know how long World Showcase is? Some how long? Know. Like do miles? You know? Yeah, like walking distance. I is do it? know. Ooh, fun, really fun trivia. 
Um, I would put a vote in. Is it eight miles? I was going to say five miles too. It is 1.2 miles. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. But that's just one loop around. Now, I don't know about you, but I tend to go and then I'll go back and then I go back. And I could easily walk oh, yeah. around exactly. five, five or six times. They don't realize that I'm going, which right. utilize the friendship boats if they're running. Disclaimer for this whole episode. And all of our episodes, but especially now with the pandemic, things are constantly changing with Disney. Exactly. Epcot is being renovated. We don't know how that's yeah. going to affect even e- the Even without the pandemic, things are always changing in Disney. Yeah, they were updating Epcot like before um, exactly. this even happened. So just keep that in your mind as you listen to the episode that things can change. But these are ge- more general park tips. Like yeah. World Showcase is always going to be long. Right. It's a good idea to have a good pair of walking shoes. Yeah, it's 1.2 miles just there. And that's not including your walk from the front of the park or from the parking right. lot. You know, so you're really looking at a lot of walking just to get to the American Pavilion. So it's kind of crazy. But oh, it's goodness. so much fun. Well, one thing that I'm pretty sure this is going to be consistent, which if my information is correct, they are still doing this and they – added the spring festival to this is the food and wine festival still happening um so my tip is honestly guys go to evcot during food and wine because it changed amazing my life i loved it it was my favorite part of my college program i like don't want to go to evcot any other time and it is really there's a lot of opportunity to go to the vessel because it's not just like it's one day, it's months long. Yeah. So I believe it's August to mid-November. Um, so it's really amazing. For anyone who doesn't know food and wine, what it is, it is a festival at Epcot. Um, like I said, it's August to mid-November and it celebrates all different food and wine um, from all different countries that are not usually at Epcot. So there are the station countries that are there all year, but then when the festival comes around, they set up different kiosks, different little huts um, that are, are different. Like there's Greece, there's, there's a Florida one, <laughs> there's Florida one, but there's all different countries that you can get amazing food from and wine and it's literally amazing what are your favorite countries what is what is your favorite food if you had to pick one food that you could get from (laughs) food and wine what would you pick do you know what it is rap is it spinacopita yeah (laughs) it's from greece and it's the spinacopita and it is amazing it's honestly this very, it's just a very simple treat, and I just love it. I got it so many times. I lived for it. <laughs> What's your favorite, Raph? You can pick I one. Mean, just one. That's it. We had a lot of treats together when we went. Here's the thing, guys. I'm going to go with the Spinacopitas because I don't remember. <laughs> oh, we took I photos. We took photos we of everything photos. we had, I would have. I would have to look back, and I will get back to y'all next week. But I... <laughs> Honestly, that trip was when I that trip was crazy and filled with so much stuff, and we kind of it was just so much. So I don't remember. I remember this Minnesota being a big deal because I actually had never had it, it before, like, and we love uh, Big Fat Greek Wedding. 
and they talk about that a lot. So, and she had never had it before. And I was like, oh my God, you have to have it. It's amazing. Oh my God. And it was especially great in Disney because everything's better in Disney. But But I um, feel like the memory was just as like enjoyable as the treat. Exactly. From Canada, we had like a a beer cheese dip, I think. That's really good. That's great. Which is like always what I want to have every day. Didn't I like like something from France? Wasn't there something from France I really liked? Yeah. I always like the drinks from France. Goat cheese or something. My favorite is the Brazilian cheesy bread. Oh, oh my yes. gosh, Ellie! How could I forget about the Brazilian cheese? <gasps> my, I hang on. It's so good, and it's warm. And I had it at a friend's house because her husband is from Brazil, and so she made it. And I like liked it, but then when I had it at Epcot, I was like, I need this. I like And but don't discount the other festivals. I do love food. Yeah, I've only been to food and wine. So if you and. Now they extended the Flower and Garden Festival because it kind of shut down right before it was supposed to open so that yeah. people can enjoy those topiaries. Now, I like Flower and Garden because I do like the topiaries. There's a lot of photo opportunities. And the food tends to be more, like, centered around, like, plant-based food. Yeah. I- um, I'm not a big meat person, so I like a lot of the options for Flower and Garden. Then we also have Festival of the Arts, which is – Oh yeah, ex- explain it's that funny. one because I've never heard of that one. I think mm-hmm. it's my favorite festival. Because now Epcot, they have a festival pretty much always. But Food & Wine is going to have the most food and you have the most food yeah. options. So Flower & Garden is more centered around the topiaries and that really like veggie, fresh-based. I mean, it's all always fresh, but that's like the center of that. There's a lot of like salads. Then the Festival of the Arts, oh, it would still be your favorite, Raph, if you went to it. Um, or Maddie, if you went to it. So, oh, really? With Festival of the Arts, they try to like touch upon all different kinds of arts. So they have the 3D chalk paintings, um, which they have to cover in the rain because it's Florida. Um, but it, it looks like you could step into the sidewalk. And then they have like That's a ginormous cool. paint by number. So everybody's given a number and a little container of paint. And you have to go paint your number. That's and so then cool. at the end of the festival, like you like all paint and they like announce the painting. Um, they also have different like artists who come and do. Um, workshops they'll have celebrity artists sometimes they have uh art uh the actors who have voiced movies come into the parks and then they have the broadway series where they invite a few broadway stars all people who have done disney on broadway oh i think um, my friend did it last year went to it no no i think she did she was she performed Oh my gosh, that's awesome. What is her name? Yeah, my friend Leanna Hunt, because she was in the original cast of Newsies. So cool. She was, she was, she was Catherine after Carol Lindsay. Oh my God, that's yeah. so exciting. There were like some big names, like Carol Lindsay was in it when I yeah. went. That's the Festival of the Arts. They also have food and it's more based on like the presentation of the food. Of course. Because yeah. it's artsy. So that's Festival of the Arts. And then they have Festival of the Holidays and... That I mean, uh-huh. I, I mean, I love the holidays. I love it. It's gorgeous. They have it's this all gorgeous. It's, it's all so great, beautiful. Guys. They have You're a gospel go choir on. that comes in. Who's oh my god, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And then each country shows how they celebrate holidays. I love that in your country. That's so it's a great educational opportunity for your kid, especially now in the times that so many families might not be going to traditional school. Um, this is a great way to be immersed in 
different cultures and learn about different cultures. Um, and then you also have um, oh the candlelight processional. That I saw Jodie Benson narrate the candlelight yes. processional. I got to meet her after dress. I know, oh, I'm so jealous. Amazing. amazing. But so they bring in different celebrities for the candlelight processional. Again, you can see like a bunch of different celebrities on your trip. Um, and they're like big Neil Patrick Harris, Sophie Goldberg, like Jodie Benson really big names will come and do the festival and they have cast members who perform in it in like a big choir and then they also bring in some schools and students to perform that's so and cool it's just like really like makes you feel like oh it's, it's the holidays and fun fact if you like sign language or it's something that interests you sit on the house right towards the front that's where the interpreters go and they sign in every language that they sing in so if oh they sing God. in like swedish then they sign in like Swedish sign language. It's really cool. Whoa. All right, I'm gonna end my my art festivals <laughs> rants. But oh, yeah, there's no, so many there's so many festivals you. to experience, and I don't know how things are gonna change in the future. But I think festivals mm-hmm. are always going to kind of be a thing with Epcot. I just whenever there's a festival going on, try to avoid going on a weekend because a lot of locals use go to the festivals. It's yeah. like a really big local thing because there's always something new for them. Yeah. So if you're on vacation, try to do Epcot on a weekday. Um, during festival season. When is Festival of the Arts usually? Do you know? Festival of the Arts is usually after Festival of the Holidays. So it's like early to mid-January Festival of the Arts starts. And and, I mean, I was there beginning of February this year and I think it was going to the end of the month. It's it's the shortest festival. It's only about a month and a half. Oh. But it's, oh my gosh, it's my favorite. I love it. I'll have to check it out. Oh, that sounds amazing that. to me. You have to, yeah. and that's amazing um, that your friend was in it too. That's like crazy. I think she either did that or she did some sort of because because it was the Newsies. It was one of the Newsies anniversaries today. Um, today this year, so I think um, they did something with that. But it was like big Broadway stars. Oh, I have this. So, Casey Simmons, Heidi Blickenstaff, Gavin Lee was there. Gavin Lee. Um, Oh, yeah, and then they have a special performances featuring them together. Oh, Al, um, Alton Fitzgerald's White, they were both from Lion King. Then Liana Hunt yep. and Adam Jacobs were um, both in there. So that's so exciting. Isn't and then cool? we had uh, Josh Strickland, Ashley Brown, Sydney Winters. Sydney Winters went to my school. So there were some really big Broadway names. It was really fun if you're a Broadway person. <laughs> Even if you're not a Broadway person, it was like a perfect length show love. to introduce your kids to Broadway. And if you are a Broadway person, I mean, it could have just gone on forever and you wouldn't want it to end. It was so much fun. In love. <laughs> Yay. Uh, so many festivals, so much to experience, so, so much traveling festivals. around the world. Um, well, Ashley, do you think yeah. it's time to talk think, about drinking around the world? I think it's time. <laughs> All right, this is only for 21-year-olds and older. And Disney's so, very careful about IDing. <laughs> I mean, oh, they are, yes, they are very strict about that. So um, be careful. They'll hold on to, they'll, like, I know for me, I look so young. Um, yeah. So when they, they when they check my ID, they look at my ID for maybe five minutes. Like they <laughs> literally have my ID for five minutes and they check everything. They put it through a magnifying glass. Oh like my it's god! Like a whole thing. They send it back. Like it's you know it's a whole thing. Um, but Ashley and I did drinking around the world for the first time, and it Last was such year. a fun experience. It was one of the best oh, experiences. So much fun. 
Oh my gosh. And we were all bounding, of course. So um, Raph was Yzma and his brother and his brother's girlfriend were Krunk and uh, Cusco. And then I was Ariel, out of water Ariel at the end of the movie and Tyler was Eric. So, and we got poured on in the rain, but honestly, it added to the fun. Cause yes, it, was, it, it added to the fun. We were having so much fun. It was just so, it was so awesome going around the, the countries and trying a different drink from each one. And it was just a blast. So highly recommend. Yes. Now I can't remember, did we start with Mexico? We did. Cause You're that's the tip. Brain. Because that's the tip, because some people say start with Mexico or some people say start with Canada. The issue with starting with Mexico is those drinks are strong, right? Because that's tequila and that, and, and any mixed drink is gonna hit you harder because it's mixed with, with uh, I was a bartender. So it, it's mixed with sugar. So sugar causes you to, um, go, you know, to- <laughs> People in this world, people who start in Mexico and people who start in Canada, and <laughs> yes, but starting in Mexico is like you're asking to get hit harder because starting in Canada, you're starting with like a light beer, and then you go to like what's after Canada? That's fine. <laughs> Let me go through my whole world showcase because map. I'm pretty sure it's like beer, it's, and then it's a very then you go to like the England area, yes, and that's beer. Like another beer, yes, and, and then you go to like. Yeah. Then you go to France and everything's smaller in France. Everything's smaller in France, but the thing with France, so what's really cool about France, Italy, and I believe Spain, is you can get um, the special thing where you get to try three wines or two wines at each. Is like a flight? Ooh. Yeah, like a flight, and, and you pay for, I think it's like $40, and you get, you get, a, you get to try a wine from each of these three countries. That is so that's really fun. cool. Again, I don't know if that's going to change or if they still have that now. Probably not. They probably aren't doing that now. But uh, yeah, that was really cool. And like wine is a big thing in my family. We're Italian. So that was really cool to do. Um, France has really good champagnes and mm, um, they do. They things do. like that. But my all-time favorite drink around the world is in Japan and it's called the Violet Sake. Yes, I was just going to say. And don't chug it. <laughs> don't no, you can't chug it. You have to sip it. It's I literally only I I love they made fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> I love anything floral and this was like Yeah. I don't like sake and I tasted this and it doesn't taste like sake. It no, it like tastes like rancher. flowers. It tastes like flowers. It's amazing. Like so it's delicious. Amazing. Um, I, I had the best uh apple cider, like hard apple cider yeah. in Germany? Germany. I think it was Germany. It I think. Just like the freshest apple ever. Everything was so good. Um, beware the baiju shot. I handled it no, like a champ. you're fine with the baiju. I, I'm, like I'm saying for others. I don't know. I did shots very well, oh. but others were Ashley struggling. Ashley took that shot like a champ, <laughs> and I took it and I cried. And I like... <laughs> And I can handle it. Like, I can handle things. And I took that shot and I, I cried. Know. I was like, I'm ready for another. <laughs> it was so away. much fun. Oh my gosh. And just definitely going with like your loved ones, of course. Like, that's what Disney was made for. 
to have a place to go where adults and kids of all ages can come together and have a place where they can be one spiritually. It was just honestly one of the top Disney highlights. It was so much fun. I do suggest, um, you know, I'm going to be a mom right now. I do suggest drinking a lot of water. And, yes, please know, drink a lot of water because it dehydrates no, when you're in Florida and that can and you're in that the combo really fast. Yeah, and no also- if you get sick. Don't want to get sick. Yeah, and also, also please you know, like take an Uber. Don't drive yourself or- Well, not a lot of people oh, drive yeah. yeah. No, but you'd be surprised how many people are like, oh, but I need my rental car. Just no, yeah, their, their parking is full. Their parking is always full. No, yeah. don't, don't do that. We're going to do the mom. Oh, and also don't try to climb the steps of Mexico. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those spots that you're not that supposed to like climb. Water. I've seen some very interesting things after people have gone around the world. Like, very interesting things. Being, remember, you still are going to be around kids. Yeah. Remember that part, too. People sometimes forget that. and it gets yes, Please do not drink and drive if you are going to drink around the world. Used in one of Disney's many offered transportations. Yeah, also, you know, also, you're not at a nightclub. You're not in the city, drink, you know, bar hopping. You are still in Disney World. Guys. You're not at downtown Disney. Yeah, come on. <laughs> not at the Rainforest so, Cafe. And don't heckle, don't heckle <laughs> the characters. That happens so much. I've seen it. Um, I know, Ashley, if you remember when that one dad was really mad at Snow White and she was like, oh, it looks like Grumpy has a cousin. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. That's amazing. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Oh, oh my gosh. But, okay, also, the, it was like a cinnamon toast crunch margarita at Mexico. The pork chocolate. Yes. And I didn't know... This was literally the first time we found out you can eat in that little hole in the yeah. wall. I thought it was just a bar. That we and I was like, "Whoa!" That was so much fun. We did. I didn't know what I was in for that day because I we had never drank around the world. It was just a blast. You also might want to about you know. First of all, you don't you don't start drinking on a completely empty stomach, especially no. to Florida. Yeah. So and. You know, so make sure you're having some food on your way in. And then, like, halfway through, like, it's a full-day event. It's not a two-hour event. Remember, no. it's a mile in 11 countries. It's not, you know, something you're going to crank out super fast. Do a sit-down meal in between. And kind of, yeah. you know, get your wits about you. Be in air conditioning. Drink lots of water. And, like, that's kind of like the refresher. Kind of reset your body halfway through. And then you can finish out strong and still have a fun day in Magic Kingdom the next morning. Exactly. Ah! Yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, well, yeah, and also, also every, oh my God, every country has amazing food. So I would, while you get a drink, also get a little snack. Yeah, it's never bad to get snacks. I'm, as Ashley knows, I'm notorious for forgetting to eat. So, especially on Disney trips, so I... That's not the day to forget, you know? Like, have a good party breakfast. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, just just have a nice base, you know? Eat it all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see if we forgot anything Uh, else. I'm going to, since we just talked about drinking around the world, I'm going to talk about bringing your kids around the world to 
because while you're drinking around the world, there's so much for kids to do. And people like, a lot of times people say, I have kids, I'm not gonna take my kid around World Showcase. But there's so many opportunities, A, for education. Again, with the world we're in now, um, introduce your kids to the countries beforehand, read books about them so that when they go there, they can talk to you, people from those countries. There's representatives, hopefully this will still be a thing because there was some craziness with the pandemic. When people are having trouble getting back home, but there's people from all of the countries that are represented in Epcot. So that's your chance for your kids to meet people from around the world. They do have KidCot Station. Again, this can be filtered out because of everything going on. Um, but with the Kids Cot Stations, there's like a craft that they can bring from station to station. I like to have them write, and as an adult, you can do it too, even though it's for kids. So I've done it. Um, I like to have them write some a word in their language. So, or a phrase in their language, and then I can compare the different phrases. So make that a fun educational opportunity, but it's the kind of educational thing they don't realize they're being educated. It is yeah. fun. Um, so make sure you do a little bit of, if you do a little bit of work beforehand, they'll really appreciate the cultures when you go there. So that's one of my favorite things to do with kids or do the passport. Oh, and during festivals, they yeah. do, and holidays, they do scavenger hunts. So they have like a Remy scavenger hunt that Remy's hiding in each country. And then when you find him, you can put a sticker. And then if you get all of your stickers, you get a prize. They also do an egg hunt around Easter. So you can look for the different eggs. And that's really fun too. So that's another way that you can enjoy Epcot with your kids. Kidcot, my jam. <laughs> I do love Kidcot. Love Kidcot. <laughs> Never went as a kid. Um, oh, and there's, it's not Agent P's showcase anymore. It's being replaced with a similar interactive game with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Okay. Oh, yeah. From um, Scrooge McDuck and DuckTales. So it is still around. Now it's called DuckTales. That's why I would thought the name DuckTales World Showcase Adventure. It's interactive. It's a blast. Your kids are going to want to do it over and over again. You're going to want to do it over and over again. How it works is you go to a spot in the park and then um, you click a button and then something magical happens and then you get your next clue and then you have to find the next spot until you complete the mission. So much fun. Um, also, I'm not sure if they do this for each festival, but they most likely do. For the Food and Wine Festival, when you enter, you can pick up a passport for yourself and then when you eat certain locations or drink you put your sticker in your your in your passport saying you did it and it's so satisfying it's, it's so really fun cool. to collect it's like my favorite part <laughs> um also going in another direction there is a controversial question should I do Spaceship Earth first, or should I wait and do it later? Ellie brought up some really great points. Um, would you like to go into that for us? Sure. Um, so I feel like, I mean, people have different views on this. So like, everyone should like, you know, share their views as like, you know, we go. Um, but uh, I always say that Everybody comes through the gate and they're super excited for Spaceship Earth. And when they go in, um, it gets really crowded. And it's a ride that doesn't really need to have a long ride. It's constantly being loaded. So if you go and you see the line is really, really long or you see the wait time is more than, I would say if you're waiting more than 20 minutes, um, skip it and come back to it. It is a little bit of a walk. So you're going to have to like walk 
you know, I would go to like Soren and then come back or go to Test Track and come back. Don't go all the way to the back to World Showcase. But if you go right at park opening, you're going to be waiting in line longer than if you went at 11 or 12. Now, if you do want to ride at first, and that's just how you like to start your trip, I just recommend getting a fast pass for it. I hate wasting a fast pass on it, but it kind of makes sense if you have to do that ride first. So that's my tip for- Oh no, yeah. Don't don't use a fast pass. Don't use a fast pass on Spaceship Earth. Um, And I believe it is getting so it's gonna be all new. So I think there's gonna be a lot of excitement about it. But I heard they're I heard they're putting a pause to that construction. Oh, okay. It's temporary or permanent because of I don't know budgets because of everything that happened. Mm -hmm. I heard they are putting a pause to it, but I don't know if that means forever or just Mm -hmm. for now. Mm -hmm. In the past, when going to Epcot, it's either Spaceship Earth is five minutes. We'll totally do it. I have lots of memories doing it first, and I feel like it really puts me in the mindset, in the theming, and the story for Epcot. Gets me really excited. I love it because it's all different uh, locations, and it's the travel evolution through time to where we are today. Um, and you go in the ball. It's the ball. It's the ball. But if it's more than five minutes, don't. Oh. Don't and not not no. not because it's not worth it's because I feel like there are other rides that will get slammed. I feel like if you don't go to them, and it, I just feel like it's come back to it if it's more than five minutes because every time we go into the park, it's like we usually just walk right onto it, um, or it's five minutes, or we run right to ring um, because soaring gets really popular very fast what is everyone's favorite ride to do like first in the park like like maddie what do you like to do first thing you go into the park i like to go right to soren because that usually fills up fast Hmm. that's what i like to do that or spaceship earth or frozen frozen ever after yeah 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 yeah. i I, I tend to use my fast pass for that when i can get it Mm-hmm. I feel like it's whatever when you don't have a fast pass for. Now, I exactly. usually don't yeah. get a fast pass for test track because I'll do single rider. But we were kind of talking before the show. I don't. We don't know if single rider is going to be a thing anymore because probably right. not great to sit next to a stranger. Given you have to wear a mask, but I don't know. And, and probably, it's outside, but they're not going to fill it to capacity. I guess they're not. I guess they will leave those empty seats. I mean, I, I would think they would sad. want the empty seats. I know, yeah. but it's, it does make not, sense. This is not forever. This yes. is not forever. Yes, um, and it's yeah. nice to not sit next to a stranger. But yeah, usually I'll skip the test track fast pass. But now, yeah, now I don't know. We're all figuring it out. It's crazy, but it but <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, but I, like I agree with Maddie. I'll usually go over to Soren. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I'll go over to um, Frozen. It just depends what I can get a fast pass for. And if fast passes when they come back are the same way as before, like they have the tiers. So you can't get a fast pass for Frozen and Soren. And no. you can pick one of those. Um, so remember that as you're coming in too. Or I try to do like a fast pass early and then I eat in the area. So if I'm going to eat at Akrish House, which I can't say very well, um, I'll try to do my fast pass for Frozen. And then if I think I'm going to do Garden Grill for breakfast, I'll do Soren. 
But Soren, since they added the third theater, it's the line isn't as bad, and they have a really fun interactive queue. So I don't mind waiting in that line. It's a lot of fun now. Soren has an interactive queue? Yeah, they have this, like, these projections with different, like, quizzes and stuff and then oh yeah compete against all the people online like they realized that it was a rough wait and they not only did they make it less because they added the third theater which i do wish they had one of those theaters playing the old soren but i digress but i know why they don't do that because the line is really not bad for soren anymore but they also keep you really entertained online and if you guys have ever done soren disneyland they don't have that and the place is really like it's a cooler queue, but once you have those like games and you're competing against people online, it's just not the same. It's a lot of fun now. Yeah, I super not to do first, but I just want to throw some appreciation to, to Test Track. Test Track is a classic that has been with my heart forever with Epcot. I just love, love, love Test Track, and I definitely am sad when I don't get to do it when I'm there. Um, so that one I always try to put at the top of my list to prioritize to try to do because that one gets slammed like it's so popular. For I feel like right it's a good reasons. thrill ride for so many different ages. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. not so scary, but it's just thrilling enough that everybody wants to ride it. <laughs> well, yeah, and I also think that's why it gets slammed because there's not that many thrill rides in Disney World, especially right. Epcot. Especially that's Epcot. like the thrillest, yeah. the thrilliest. The biggest yeah. thrill. Other than Mission Space, thrilling. but I just most thrilling would be correct. Yes. Thank you, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> but like Mission Space is the th- most exciting. But <laughs> I'm like avoiding the word. It's the most exciting, but it's also like the most nausea inducing. Oh, so I don't I, go on. I did it one time. One time was oh, enough. I won't do it. I no, we trap and I both did it together. We were like, no. <laughs> one and done. One and done for that one. We didn't even want to do it. Every warning sign, every like hurdle we, as we advanced through the line, it was like, if you want to get off the ride, you should get off now. And I was like, let's get off the ride. But we did. We did it. We were like, no. I did it once. I did green. Did you do orange or green? Oh, green. I did green and I was still nauseous. Yeah. I don't know if we did green. Did we do? I feel like we did the hard one. I'm good. Thanks. I'm I'm really good. I'm good with not doing any colors. Like I'm really good with just. I'll see you frozen. I'm like I'll skip. I'll skip. I'll see you pigment. So, um, but Um, aside from that, there's not a lot of thrills. So that's why you're right that you know test track does get slammed. But test track is great though. And then how do you guys feel, this is a tip, but also a posed question, um, working, away your, working your way around a certain section first, like if you go to Future World, work your way around Future World, then go to the countries, or work your way around the countries, then go to Future World, or bounce back and forth? I tend to do Future World first because that's the first thing you walk into. Same. In days of old, Future World would open up before World Showcase. And so I would do that. But now I think they open up at the same time. Um, Or if they open up late, times are so weird right now with like the opening time. But I don't like the walking back and forth. Like that's too much for me. Here's the thing, Ellie. 
what if you do World Showcase first and then end in Future World so it's easier to get out of the park? I'm so down for that. And okay. especially if you're at a hotel that's on like that, that back entrance that I talked about before, that makes so much more sense. Exactly. You go around the world. It does make more sense. Full. Now, and you also have to say, like, if you have kids, you're probably going to do more in Future World. Like, there's just more to do with kids. Um, yeah. You have, like, Figment. You have – people skip the theater, but – it's so, they have like the Disney Pixar shorts. Oh, I, so I love, love that. I love it. We love it, and it's a nicely cool location. So there's so much to do with kids, and then you can also meet the characters. Fun fact: if you have a Chase card, um, I do. Credit card, Chase debit card. They have a special station. They have this in all the parks, but I really like the Epcot one the best, and it's only for people who are Chase card holders, which is why I got a Chase credit card. I have a Disney Chase credit card. Gotcha. It's, cool, it's cool, worth cool. it. Do the meet and greets. But yeah, there's oh a goodness. lot more to do. But yeah, it's too much walking for me to go back and forth. How about you, Ash? What do you like to do? Um, yeah, I think I definitely have memories of uh, doing Future World first, working our way around, doing the stuff that's right there and just flowing with each other and then going over to the World Showcase. Um, I really like doing that because I really like to stay in the world of each section rather than going back and forth to enjoy the world more um to really be immersed in the story um if you can like i understand if like if you're in the world showcase and there's a, a five minute line for soaring like run to soaring absolutely um but yeah i do i that goes for magic kingdom too like parks that have story worlds like that i like to do the lambs um in sections and do rides in that area that we want to do before going to another one yes yeah yeah i feel like that's part of like two being in theater like we like the <laughs> yeah, aspect so. of disney world whereas like some people are going for the amusement park rides mm -hmm. but i feel like that's how you can get the full enjoyment because if you just want to exactly. go to a theme park go to six flags but this I, for me, it's not a, a Disney. It doesn't a theme park. It's like an experience, mm -hmm. and you're experiencing the lands. And I like the idea of being immersed. Yes. And just talking about Future World and like World Showcase, something that I feel like people forget about that exists is living. Um, the living seas. Oh, 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 wait. Are you thinking of living with the land? <laughs> Listen, I love living with the land. Living with the land. I could spend uh, all day in that pavilion with living <laughs> with the land. Have you ever done the behind the seats tour? Yes. I have That's never living with the it. land. Yes, it's like well, no, no. So they have like the ride, and then they have a tour you can go on. No, I never done that. That I want to do. So that's that the I behind the seeds tour, which I saw that they were bringing it back, but I thought that tour <laughs> behind the seeds. <laughs> and then you get like a little like sample of food, and it's the cheapest tour. So if you want to try a Disney tour, try that. And it's short. It's like not too long. Doesn't take up too much of your day, and you get to like see all the labs. I love living with the land. I mean, the living seas is probably my favorite because I love anything to do with the ocean. But living with the land is so much fun to do because it's forgotten. And it is. It's so much fun. And, and, it, and it's a best, good break. It's a good break. And best food, like you can be in that pavilion for a long time and be in air conditioning. Sunshine Seasons, hands down, best quick service. Probably in Disney World. I agree. I agree. So many options. It's like you're going to a gourmet restaurant and it's never crowded. It's never crowded. 
And people also forget about Garden Grill, including myself until like a couple of years ago. It is a character dining that goes through living with the land. And because of that, it's a rotational dining. So like the whole restaurant rotates throughout the ride. So if you want to be on like one of the outside tables so you can really see the ride, you can ask for that. And it's usually not crowded. And you're going to have, it's like a Thanksgiving style meal. And then Mickey's there. I think it's Pluto, Chippendale. I don't know about Pluto, but Chippendale are definitely there. Um, and Mickey. So people forget about it because there's so much good food. Good food yeah. But it's a great place if you want to just relax a little bit and cool down. It's a really nice restaurant to try out. I've never been there. I want to go so badly. Oh my gosh. It's so much fun. It's just like relaxing. It's nice to have something it's to relax. It's definitely on my top because I know a lot of people on the program would go there and I wanted to go there. and never, I always kept seeing it. I'm like, I've never been there. That looks so beautiful. So it's the ride goes through the restaurant. The ride goes, or, no, the restaurant goes through the ride. So it goes, in a, it goes in a big circle and it's slow. Like you don't even feel like you're moving, but then oh, you, you'll see the that. same. Yeah, what is this restaurant? Garden Grill. It is such a blast and there's never a wait for it. And I, yeah. it's character dining. So, and like, that's why I could stay in that pavilion literally all day. But, I and then live, and then uh, the Living Seas, I feel like it's so overlooked and I overlooked it until I did a tour with the college program behind the scenes and they got to like go into the top of the aquarium. But I could also spend all day looking at the manatees and they're all like rescued animals. So, you know, like just hearing their stories and how they try to put them back in the wild and, and just the crazy things that have happened to some of these creatures. Another great educational, I feel like Epcot can replace school children yeah <laughs> I love that. or at least a few days of it there's so much you can do with your kids to prepare them for living with the seas and turtle talk with crush even if you're an adult it's yeah. adorable like it's so funny the ultimate field yeah. trip the it really is the old oh my gosh that should be like a sign no, really should <laughs> so yeah i feel like people forget about the living seas and they also forget about garden grill and like they forget about the land pavilion they just think soren there's so much more than Soren. So much, yeah. So much. That's why we're here. Mouse trap for you. Yeah. Also, I, a, res oh. a restaurant that's overlooked is Coral Reef. Yes, I have not been. <gasps> yes, there I forgot about uh, Coral Reef. Oh, and it's so much fun. You're like, it's oh. so much fun. You can talk about it, Maddie. Go ahead. Well, you're literally inside the aquarium i mean the fish are, are swimming around you you're literally inside an aquarium you're eating which uh a little weird because i love seafood and it's like you're eating fish around fish which is like <laughs> yeah. true true kind yes. of strange but I remember you order, can you order a non-fish item yes. yes of course but i love seafood and the seafood there is phenomenal it is like, yeah. great and it's, again, it's cold. There's no windows. You're like in this dark aquarium. Oh, it's so nice on a hot day. I want to go. But yeah, it's kind of weird eating. Though, because it's like, they're looking at you like, hello. And you're <laughs> eating their cousins, you know. Hello. But it's fine. It's like when I did Animal Kingdom, I did the, um, the uh, behind-the-scenes safari. And they gave us like this special meal on the savanna. And it was just very gamey. And I was like looking at all the animals <laughs> eating meat. I just couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I vibe with that. But I, know, I, but I see where they're going. But like. <laughs> yes. Not when, you, when you get over the fact that you're eating fish around fish, 
You'll be fine. Fish eat fish. Yeah, that, 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 and also like you're not eating those, but like those fish are tropical. You're eating like cod and, and right, salmon. Right, right, right. Yeah. Their lives are less important, Maddie. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm no, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> no, you're actually eating the fish that are raised in the tanks and living with the land. Yeah. So you, you see them anyway. They're, they're being grown in the tanks. Some of them. Oh, that's the other thing with living with the land. They serve that food yes, in sunshine season. So, like, you know it's fresh because you just watched it yeah, grow on the ground. Yeah, that's why it's amazing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. There's so many different aspects to Epcot that, you know, people automatically think World Showcase drinking on the world. And that's so much fun. And we talk about that and how much fun it is. There's other elements of Epcot that people don't even realize exist. And it's really fun to take the time to explore those things. So the cod and the salmon are not related to the tropical fish for everyone <laughs> listening. Yes, the cod and the salmon, not related. Really. Uh, no relation. I love salmon. I'm not going to apologize. I love trout. You know, I can't get on board with trout. Really? Yeah. Have you had it? Yes, I'll try it again. Okay. You know, because it really depends on how it's prepared. I I mean, I I did have it on Norwegian Cruise Line. So it was like Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I loved it. It's definitely my favorite fish. Oh, fun. Yeah, because I love salmon. And it was like to me, Loves, like Tyler was also like some more flavorful salmon. I will definitely try it again. We just I have like, to go I'm, on. On the are gonna have to go back to Coral Reef <laughs> and eat it on the cruise. Oh, I um, love yes. Coral Reef. Now, does I, anybody have anything else on their cheese plate they want to share? Yeah, I was just about to say. I think we're reaching the end of our cheese plate for today. But I am so excited we came on and talked about Epcot because I'm nice. obsessed with Epcot. Has such a very oh, special place in my soul. And definitely be sure to check our Instagram for photos uh, relating to our podcast themes. We'll definitely be sharing uh, photos from uh, when we uh, ate around the world, drank around the world, and everything else in between. Thank you so much for listening today. Please make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. So that way you can be updated on all of our new episodes. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mousetrappedpodcast and follow us on Instagram at mousetrappedpodcast. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please email mousetrappedpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we'll be sure to answer that. And if you have a listener question, we'll read it on the show. We are also giving away some pretty exciting items. So make sure you check our Instagram for that giveaway. Thank you so much for listening and have a very cheesy day. Stay cheesy. Bye. <laughs>